Are you an entrepreneur working in a home or commercial office? Do you know how much time is wasted looking for items daily? Tune in to today's episode to learn tips to better organize paperwork, including your computer's filing system. Welcome to Biz Help For You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth-running organization. But there always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello and welcome to Biz Help For You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining me today. If you missed the last episode and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on my social media pages, as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. If you'd like to receive notifications on when my podcasts have been uploaded, please like and subscribe. This episode is a little different as I've recorded multiple podcasts in one day at an event and didn't have bios to read at that time. So let me share a little bit about my guest today. Eileen Roth is an organizing expert and owner of Everything in Its Place. She is the author of Organizing for Dummies and has been on the Today Show and Oprah, as well as featured in Real Simple, Self, Women's Day, Mental Health, Fast Company, The Washington Post, Chicago Tribune, LA Times, and more. She consults and speaks on all aspects of organization, office organization, time management, home organization, and school organization. Now to the interview with Eileen Roth. Well, hello, Eileen. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you today? I'm doing well. I wanted to ask you before we get into any questions we have on the topic to just talk a little bit about how you got into organizing and helping entrepreneurs. I actually was laid off twice in the same year, eight months apart. And I said, that's enough. (laughs) What am I going to do now? And what I was doing is I was working for association administration firms and doing, um, I was both an associate administrator and an office manager. And I sat down and I actually used a mind map. And I said, okay, what are my favorite things about jobs I've had in the past? What do I like? And when I did a mind map, and I'd never made one before, it's my first one ever, I noticed that I liked detail and I liked talking with people. So I said, okay, how can I do that? And then I started noticing, I also wanted to work between nine to three because my kids were still in school. They were young. And I noticed that I felt there, there was an affinity to uh, what was called a brand new profession called organizing. And I thought, I think I can do this. This is what I do. I mean, I organize stuff around the office. I organize stuff in associations. That's what I do. So I'm going to try it. My father said I was nuts. <laughs> he said, you don't know anything about running a business. I said, no, but I know I think I can do this business. And I'd been a Tupperware dealer too and a manager. So I'm, I'm going to try it. I have nothing to lose. I have no job. I've just lost two jobs in one year. And they both went bankrupt. Well, actually, the second one, she uh, she got a, a major disease, and he said she had a back out of having any kind of stress. And um, so she closed down her business. So I started becoming a professional organizer, and I said, you know, I really like this. And it it was a, a while, but I'm, 
I had both the bosses, the CEO and the president of one of the associations I had worked for, both hired me afterwards, knowing what I had done for them and their business, not knowing what I could do uh, professionally, but they trusted that I could do this. And I got file systems from them. Then with the first one, Glenn actually trusted me so much that he gave me an entire association that had just come into the new firm he was working with and said, before my staff even sees their files, I want you to go fix them. And so I totally organized a, an association without any of his staff seeing it. And then I taught them how to do it. And this is what I actually specialize in is file organization. I'm very good at it. It's my logical mind. <laughs> I actually build them with Excel sheets. And so you can see that I'm logical because I'm using Excel sheets, which Google Sheets right. practice as well. Mm-hmm. But that's how I got into business. Nice. Well, and some people may be thinking like, okay, I know professional organizers, they go into homes and they help you do all of that, you know, but I haven't really heard of a professional organizer helping someone in business. So like, what do you really do? I mean, I heard you just talk about files and things like that, but what do you really do to help a professional get organized? That is usually the first part. They don't have a mail system that works. They don't have a file system that works. Their desks are cluttered. Right. <laughs> I haven't walked too into an office that isn't cluttered. Um, they can't find things. I've mm-hmm. helped a client. But he found We found an envelope that had been opened, but he left the check in it. He never cashed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just on his desk buried. I had one person, which I really don't like this to happen, but his boss hired me. So when I came in, he was somewhat... I have to say a little belligerent, but it wasn't belligerent. He wasn't yelling at me. It's just, you know, I'm not really happy to do this. I said, well, let me tell you, first of all, it's going to save time. And he says, no, I can find everything. I've got six piles on my desk. I can find it. I said, okay, tell me something that's in those piles. So he told me something. I said, okay, now find it. Goes through pile one and he can't find it. Gary turns over and goes to pile two. And he's flipping through and he's looking at me and he's going, I can't find this thing. He <laughs> comes to pile three. He still can't find it. Finds he find this document in pile four. And so at least he was honest because he couldn't pull down any paper <laughs> because he didn't. And he said, okay, I guess I need you. Mm-hmm. And we got him totally organized. That's usually the first step is the papers and the files. Then there are other things from how do they uh, take messages? Where do they put the notes? How do they find it again? There's also time management. It all depends on what a client needs. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's their email system. (laughs) Right. It's so true. I mean, we tell people too to have like digital systems too. You don't have to have everything on paper anymore. And people will say like, I know where it is. It's on my desk. But like you said, they don't necessarily realize how much time they actually waste looking for that document or they're touching it multiple times. Oh, And technology could be such a great help. So like what type of technology do you recommend even for somebody maybe to be organized that they're thinking I still have to have files and cabinets and I don't want that. Right. I don't want to have to organize that way. Well, most people now are going towards digital if they aren't already all digital. So you can't scan everything to get it in. Most of them need to clear out most of these files. They have papers from five, 10, 20 years ago that they don't need to keep if they're still saving. They're saving all their, you know, in the, in the office, they're saving whether it's a home office or it's a corporate office they have file cabinets up the wazoo in the, mm-hmm. in the corporate. But, um, and uh, you know, there's also project management too. There's so many things in the office that people need help with to get organized. 
And it depends on what you have. Most offices use Outlook and Microsoft. A home office, some people are using Gmail. And of course, they have files. I'm working with a client now that we, we set up the system and then we incorporate what he's already got. So while we're going through what he's got, we're able to toss things that he doesn't need. And he right. can recognize some of it now himself that, gee, I've been saving this and I don't use it anymore. This isn't, mm-hmm. you know, something that I needed. You know, it's it's old, it's past. Right. So what do you recommend to someone when they're wondering, like, do I really need to hold on to this or should I toss it? You know, like there's certain things I've, that we recommend too. You know, you should always save your tax returns as proof things were filed, you know, or there's certain documentation you need to keep for a while to support, you know, what you have as deductions. But again, it could be digital. It doesn't have to be paper. But what are the things that you would say, keep, toss, you don't need all of this? Well, the, 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 it depends on what business you're in. I mean, if you ask, the first question to ask yourself is, it, is it worthwhile? I have an acronym called WASTE, W-A-S-T-E. So W, is it worthwhile? So is it worthwhile? You're going to use it, you know, is this, is there any information in there or was this just a copy? Did you save mm-hmm. five copies of this because it was a brochure that you created and it's, it was for a seminar or something and you want to use it for a, for a meeting? Well, if you've got it on the computer, you've already duplicated if you've got the paper copy. So if it's already on the computer, then that's all you need. The A stands for, I use it again. And this is probably where a lot of people can get rid of stuff. They go, well, yeah, this happened once and it's never going to happen again. Or this is done. I've completed the project, so I don't really need to use it again. And I don't think this situation would, would show up again. S, can you find it somewhere else easily? So you did something, but then it went on to someone else. So you know that they have a copy of it. Or it's a project, you know, as I said, it was a project that's completed. So you really, you know, can find it wherever the main person who did that project, if you were just part of the team, you know, they're keeping it. So, you know, you don't need to have your copy. Would anything, the T, would anything happen if you tossed it? So if you really did toss it out, would anything critically happen that says that, you know, I can't, I have to have this because something would happen if I tossed it. So that would be your legal documents, uh, things that are required to be retained by the company because of their rules or things that are legally required to be retained because it's a legal document in some sense, whether it's financial or taxes. And then E, do you need the entire thing? So if you have all the backups, all of the drafts that you did for this, you know, you don't need that. <laughs> you can definitely get rid of them. But most people have every single thing that happened because heaven forbid that someone asked them a question. So fine, keep it till the project's done. But when the project's done, you don't, you know, once you've finished it, you don't need your drafts at all. Mm-hmm. They can definitely be tossed. Right. Well, I'm just like on a physical desk and lots of paperwork and things like computers can get cluttered too. So what do you recommend to entrepreneurs too about how to manage the things that they're saving digitally as well? First of all, your desktop, I see so many, and I'm talking about the computer desktop, the computer Mm -hmm. desktop, there's so many documents all over it. I don't help people find things. I really don't. It's (laughs) like there is a file system for a reason. It, It usually says documents. And then inside your documents, you need to come up with categories and groups and then file it that way. And then you'll be able to find where it is. Now, worst comes to worst, you put something in the search bar and it'll find it for you. It'll find 20 other documents too that has that same Mm -hmm. word, but it will eventually find the one that you're looking for. But if you could put it into a category of where it belongs in the first place, then you'll find it easily and save minutes. They say executives waste as much as six 
hour, uh, six, I'm sorry, six weeks a year just searching for documents. And if you think about how much time that is, that's a lot. That's right. more than you get for vacation. So who wants to waste all that time? Mm -hmm. uh, your day would go faster. You're more efficient. It goes smoother. So by saving time, you're also enjoying your work more where mm -hmm. you're frustrated when you have to go, okay, where is this thing? You know, it's somewhere on this computer. You know, what did I possibly file it on? Right. Well, and obviously if you're doing that with your own computer and you're the only one accessing it and you know your system and, you know, maybe you could find it easily on your desktop or maybe you have file folders, but what about somebody maybe who they're having to collaborate with others and they all have to share, you know, the same kind of storage area, you know, digitally or whatever too, like what are the recommendations you would give, you know, for them to have protocols, you know, put in place or their SOPs or whatever you want to call it in terms of where they're saving, how they're naming documents, like the naming conventions, like, do you have tips for that? Yes. If you're in a, a collaboration, you definitely want to have some kind of naming because if anyone's going to change the name, then you're never going to find the document again. You're not going to know what draft you're on if you're working mm -hmm. on it together. So usually if it's a draft, you need to, with a group, decide on the name and then just put a number one after it and the date. And I put the date in the title when something's changing, because that way, if you've got the date, you can see right away that, okay, this was a previous date, so it must be a previous version. Mm -hmm. Don't just count on the date that's in the file because somebody else changed it, but you didn't change yours. So you have a different date than somebody else does because that's what it says in the file. But if it's in the name, now you know what it is. But if you mm -hmm. write like version one, you can either put just the number. I mean, for my own personal and for if, if it's just your personal want to work with home office people, you can just use a number because it's yours. But you might want to write version one, version two. And if you're in a certain version where you're just changing like a paragraph, I suggest you just go like 2A, 2B. So you know that it's it's the same. Nothing major changes, something small, probably. Mm -hmm. Well, and when collaborating, obviously, we know, too, there's cloud-based things. Like you could have a cloud-based spreadsheet, right, or cloud-based Word document. Mm -hmm. Or there's ones that are saved onto like a server or something, too. So like, do you have suggestions for the two different ways maybe that people are working. Cause when you're collaborating online, a lot of times you could just make the change and everyone has the most recent document. And if you're working in, you know, a document that someone opens and resaves, if you've got more than one person in that and they're changing things at the same time, now you have a problem, right? Yes, that would be. So it'd be a good idea to send a note out to say that you've changed it to the whole group because you might end up with yes, two version two point, you know, or something and and somebody else did another one but usually you would you would have a space of time in between and it shouldn't be too close most people aren't exactly at the same moment saving it so that you would be receiving a new one before um right. your change would go through it'd right. be yeah. odd that you both push <laughs> the button at the same <laughs> right yeah i was just thinking like if someone opens it and this happens to where someone might open a document thinking they're going to work on it and leave it open. Right. And maybe a few hours later, like, Oh, they make their change and they make a correction. And then someone else may have opened it to do something too. So that, I think that's where sometimes the online tools are really helpful if you're going to be collaborating because then it's like in real time and you're all in the same version, but that's not always how people work, especially if someone's not so technology aware and they might be afraid of what might happen to a document if it's in the cloud. Yeah. So you just, you really have to double check, if, especially if you've left it open and then, then work on it for 15 minutes because you got sidetracked by a phone call or something. 
So you need to check if another version has come through in the meantime. So right. you're working on the latest change because they may, someone may have come up with the same idea that you did and made that change already. Mm-hmm. So I know we're getting close to the end of time. Do you have like tips or tricks, anything that you want to share that I didn't talk about already because I didn't know the question to ask? Well, one of the things, that, another thing that I didn't even mention at all is, is even, especially if it's a home office, but if, if you're in a corporation, if you can change your office, sometimes it pays to pay attention to your layout too. Mm-hmm. You can have a cluttered office just because of the way the file cabinet desk you inherited, you know, is sitting and you right. can actually draw a layout, but if particularly in your home office, and I had to do that, I am now sitting in a guest bedroom, but I was in a much larger office and my husband decided he wanted our model trains in there. And I said, the only way you get it is my desk fits into this office because I just bought this desk before we got married and I'm not getting rid of this. And it did, Mm -hmm. but barely, because as you can see, I've got bookcases behind me and so much so because it's such a small office that I actually had to use the closet and put file cabinet in there because I still Mm -hmm. have some old files that I haven't had a chance to go through. And, right. and well, get that's them the thing up. now, home offices, right? Versus yes. in person. More people you know, are working regular. from home or working remotely. So I'm working with a client right now and, you know, we're drawing out each piece of furniture, put a foot matching an inch and mm-hmm. making the furniture so we can figure it out without having to physically move everything around for 10, you know, half an hour until you see what right. fits best because it's mm-hmm. easier to just draw those things. So that is a great tip is to figure out your layout because it can make a big difference in how you are comfortable, how the sun's coming on your computer. It, it all makes a difference as to how you are sitting in your own office. Right. Yeah, that's so true. Like I know the way that I work too in the morning, I'll work for a couple hours because I'm an early bird. So I'll get a pretty early work and there's a window in front of me. And when the sun just shines right in my face, I take that break, wait for the sun to move a little bit and then I can get back to it. So it's almost like a built-in break for me, which is good as entrepreneurs. We don't always take, you know, those breaks that we should. So Mm -hmm. I think taking those kind of things into consideration too, like maybe someone doesn't want the sun coming in that direction and the desk facing a different way would work with me podcasting. Obviously it's not good to have a window behind you, you know, so it's in front of me, but I think, like I said, organizing is not just about paperwork. It's about the layout. What's going to be efficient. You know, we want to have a, a productive workplace. And so it's important to look at all of those factors. So I'm glad that you brought that up too. So as we come to the end of this, I would love for you just to share like how people can connect with you if they're interested in learning more, you know, where can they find you and what type of uh, social media platforms are you on maybe that they could reach out? Well, my website is everythingisplace.net, which is the name of the company, Everything This Place, but it is .net, .com that uh, is owned by one of those uh, actual direct mail companies. Mm. (laughs) So I couldn't fight them. But uh, as far as social media, I'm on Facebook at Eileen Roth Organizer. And the same for Instagram is Eileen Roth Organizer. And on Twitter, it's just Eileen Roth. And Eileen is E-I-L-E-E-N. And then Roth is R-O-T-H because a lot of people can't. Eileen is spelled several different ways. (laughs) (laughs) I like to make it clear that I started with an E. And then, of course, on LinkedIn, I'm also just at Eileen Roth. And then last um, Pinterest, I'm at a lead Roth organizer. Okay, perfect. I really appreciate your sharing, you know, and again, this is a little bit different format that we usually have. And so I'm glad that we were able to connect and just 
you know, have a conversation as I think of, you know, different things um, that I think are important for entrepreneurs to understand as well, because as entrepreneurs, we have things we want to do to be productive and be organized. And so I think this is a great topic. Thank you so much, Candy. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in today. I hope you found this discussion interesting and enjoyed the topic, organizing your office to work more efficiently. Would you please share my show with those you know and leave a review on your favorite platform? I would really appreciate your support. And if you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Eileen or send me a message at media at abandp.com. I hope you can join me for my next interview. And please remember you can connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is abandp.com. This episode is sponsored by Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services. If you are overwhelmed trying to handle the aspects of your business financially, ABMP is here to help. Contact us today to discuss your needs at 310-534-5577 or contact at abandp.com. My team and I are eager to assist you. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next time. Have a terrific day.